0: Hello, and welcome to the Quantum Fit Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I am your host. This podcast is all about applying the different principles of quantum physics and quantum biology to your health and fitness. This gives us a holistic view of how different environmental factors, such as sunlight or cold, play a major role in your overall health. So, I won't just be talking about diet or exercise and developing good habits. If you want to really make lasting changes in how you feel, think, and act, then I'd recommend you try to listen closely and have an open mind to what I have to say. Every day, I'll be hitting you with a quick 7 to 15 minute long podcast. I keep it short like this because it makes it both informative. And to the points so that you don't feel quite so overwhelmed with information. Also, currently I do not do any kind of advertisements. So, instead, I ask that you share this podcast with a friend or family member if you enjoyed the message and gained something from it. I want to be able to spread quality and easy-to-understand content that everyone can take and use in their own daily lives. I would highly appreciate it. Alright, so on to today's episode. We're going to do a little bit of biology and psychology, I guess. So, what's really happening when we finalize a decision? Are we consciously assessing the pros and cons and come to a natural conclusion? Or are our decisions already decided upon by our unconsciousness and we're simply giving ourselves a logical explanation for why we decided that way after the fact? As you might guess, it is actually the unconsciousness that does the heavy lifting for us. From what I recall, the unconscious mind is able to handle some 10 million pieces of information at a time, You know, whether it's audio or visual or kinesthetic. But the conscious mind can, you know, realistically only truly focus on one thing at a time. I mean, we can change our focus very, very rapidly. So it seems like we can listen to, you know, pay attention to more than one thing at a time. But, you know, I'm sure you've had the experience of being engaged in something and have someone try to talk to you. And, you know, your feedback, yes, yes, I heard you. But, no, you might have heard bits and pieces because, you know, your unconscious is paying attention. But... You know, you're not actually able to string all the pieces together. You know, you're you're not going to get the full message of what this said. You're going to miss something. In fact, you know you missed something. But you didn't say anything about it, I'm sure, either. <laughs> but um, also, the unconscious mind, you know, not only is it taking in this abundance of information, but, you know, using this information, it does almost instantaneous calculations of things. So for instance what i mean by this is you know it takes less than a tenth of a second for the unconscious to determine someone's mood when you look at them. We're only aware of it and you know take a mental no- note of it maybe a few seconds later but i mean in most cases it's probably going to take a lot longer to notice that someone's you know down in the gutter with their mood. Now this you know massive power of the unconsciousness obviously comes into play when making, you know, even small decisions. We typically are already, you know, set up to provide, a de- to provide a decision to whatever we encounter, like what food to order at a restaurant. You may look at everything on the menu and settle on an option. You feel satisfied for having selected it. But it was already decided within less than a second of having read it. You know, you, your eyes you know, picked up some item on it, you know, a burger or something, I don't know, whatever. There might have been some keyword in there, maybe Chipotle or, you know, because you love a Chipotle sauce or something like that. Well, you know, your unconsciousness picked up on that and decided, yep, that's the option. So even though you might look over the menu another, you know, even five, maybe ten minutes, I don't know, I don't know how long you look at a menu, but, you know, You're already set on that one option. You just don't know it yet. You're trying to come up with a logical reason. You know, you're trying to, you know, consciously... You know, it's kind of an ego thing, I guess. You're like, well, I want to make sure I have, you know... I need to verify that I'm choosing the right thing. But, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. You're still going to go with that, you know, that option. You're going to go with the burger with the chipotle sauce. That's what's going to happen. Now, bigger decisions, not small ones like that, are a little bit different. As well as, you know, you know, if you're trying to understand, like, major brand new concepts or you're trying to solve big problems. You can't solve these big things consciously. It drives you nuts and stresses you out. You know, that's... I mean... You know, if you think, for instance, like, you know, really, really stressful situations, I mean, you know, emergency situation, I guess, is a little different. Because generally, you know, there's, uh, it's kind of obvious what you need to do, at least first steps you need to do, but you don't consciously do it. Subconsciously, you know, either you go and do it, or you don't go and do it, because your are subcon- or your unconscious, rather, you know, puts you into uh, flight, rather than, You know, trying to assist, I guess. You get into uh, fear. But, yeah, those big, big decisions where there's lots of calculations, lots of, you know, you're trying to assess risk, you're trying to do all the pros and cons and everything. That's why it hurts your brain to try and think of it, you know? And and you get all stressed out. The reason is because you're trying to rush your unconscious mind to come up with a solution it doesn't have yet. So there has to be some built-in feedback system to get you to try to stop thinking about it, stop worrying about that big decision, and just wait for the idea to come to you later because that's what's going to happen. The unconscious is going to be you know, hard at work. That's why people have come up, you know, if you look at a, you know, if you look at like a problem or something, and then just stop thinking about it, you're probably going to come up with a solution, you know, within a day or a couple of days, maybe even, you know, that night. That's why there's this, you know, the stereotypical thing of people, oh my God, and, you know, they have a revelation, they wake up in the middle of the night with the, you know, the result, they know exactly what they need to do. I mean, you know, it happens. That that's actually the way it happens. So, it seems that in most cases, we are simply along for the ride. The unconscious mind is, you know, the mind that is actually doing the driving. This is why people tend to make the same kinds of bad decisions or good decisions, depending on how their unconscious processes and decides on things. So, as far as I know, the the big, you know, the big three things that... um, I guess another way to phrase it is, so experience, knowledge, and beliefs, they all form a sort of database, you could say, that the unconsciousness goes to when it's trying to figure things out. So, you know, of course, this also means we can change the information in this, you know, again, if you will, internal database through learning new things. We can reframe the past, you know, they do that in psychology, you know, you go back over your... A troubled past or whatever and you try to reframe the scene so you look at it in a different light and it changes how you feel about it which then changes how your unconsciousness uh, calculates things based on that you know so if you have a very fearful situation and you reframe it so you're no longer fearful of that situation the idea is that now you will stop experiencing as fear as much fear when you come across situations like that one from the past. And then the other way is uh, reassessing beliefs. So let's keep going with some more practical knowledge, I guess. The main role most people say that the conscious mind has is the ability to say no to the unconsciousness. And I'll just call it willpower. Interestingly, there have actually been studies on this and have shown that, yes, willpower is a real thing and we only have so much of it. This is part of the reason why routines are so damn powerful, by the way. It's because once you have good habits established, you get more of your willpower back because you don't have to expend any of it getting those things done. They're just automatic. They're built into your unconscious. They're built into your behavior. On the flip side, it's also why you should be getting stuff you don't like doing out of the way first. You know, first thing in the day, if you can. It ensures you'll have enough willpower to tell your unconscious mind to shut up and get to work later on. The conscious mind's most powerful role, in my view, however, is being able to guide the unconsciousness and completely change its direction with vision, goals, and action plans. And by change direction, I'm saying, I guess, you know, that you can change... So if you have a specific vision in mind of how you want your life to be, and you keep focusing on it, you can actually change your unconsciousness to begin... You can basically tell it and force it to start calculating how to get to that future. Because that that's the only goal of non-consciousness, you know. It deals with everything, calculates everything, takes in on all this information. So if you give it basically a command by thinking about how, you know, of things you want, it's forced, it has to work on it and think about it and process it and figure things out. Now, since there's a good amount I still want to talk about as it relates to, like, this specifically, I think I'll cut the podcast episode here. I don't want to, you know, make the episode too long, because it'll probably take another eight, nine minutes to talk about it. I will get into directing your unconscious mind tomorrow. So, I hope you guys had a good time listening today. If you have any questions or comments, find me on Instagram, at realquantumfit my personal Facebook page, Taylor Kelson, or through a voice message on Anchor. Bye, guys.